That's based on the internet where we like to dissect words and what they mean. Let's talk about it. <laughs> I'm your host, Sam Priest. Come kick it with me. Nah, no, that's not cool. <laughs> What's good, everybody? Welcome to Words Mean Things, a space on the internet where we like to dissect words and what they mean. And you know, you can only find this segment on the CWF Network, where we bring you big content in small pieces. How y'all doing? It's your boy, Sam Priest, and I am thankful, happy, and blessed to be in the building today. And when I say the building, I mean my closet, because that's where I record, because that's the most quiet place in my place. I don't know what's going on outside in the world, but in this closet, oh, look at me hitting shit already. But in this closet, I am safe and secure. Now, honestly, all somebody got to do is just open up the door. I'm like, ooh, I'm defenseless. But anywho, how y'all doing? I hope y'all are having a good week. I hope that everything is working out for you. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I ha- I'm having a, I'm having such a good damn day today. And it's crazy because my manager, he never gives me a compliment. And I typically, if you haven't been paying attention to my previous part, uh, episodes, I talk about my job a lot. Why? Because I am... I, It's not that I hate my job. It's just the fact that I'm the only black person that works at this job. And they treat me like I'm the only black person that works at this job. So my manager gave, anyway, my manager gave me a compliment today and it made me feel good. Not because he gave me a compliment, because he left me the fuck alone today. Today was such a stress-free day because this man left me the fuck alone. All I ask for you to do is just tell me the task and I'll just do, do, uh, do, do, do. What is it? I already did. Anyway, I'll do that. And I'll just get the job done. So it felt good to just like have him off my back. And then on top of that, I've had a lot of other good news. I'm not going to indulge in it because I don't want to ruin my blessing before it happened. But just know that the Lord is working (laughs) and I'm happy about it. But I am excited and I'm thankful that you guys took time to join me again for another episode of Words Mean Things. Um, Now... I want you guys to take time and just imagine your favorite, your favorite love movie. You see how you have this couple and they just look so perfect. Like their smile is perfect. Their energy is perfect. Their laugh is perfect. They just look so damn perfect. And then in your mind, this is something that we, you know, we grew up watching and seeing all the time. And that made us want it. We want, we wanted that kind of love. And now here we are as adults, we are out looking in the world for that kind of love. And in our search, we've stumbled upon, let's say, somebody that is just perfect for you. And you feel like, oh, I love this person. I love this man. I love this woman, whoever, whatever it is that you love and you're in love with them. And as time progresses, you realize like, hmm, this is not what I thought it was going to be. I thought this was going to be a different type of vibe, a different type of energy. But you know what? I still love him. And then, boom, you have your first child. And then you realize that this person also, the person that you're in love with, also has eight other kids that are born in the same year. So now now you got, now you got eight siblings for your child. 
because the person that you dated was not as perfect as you thought. But the worst part about it all, the worst part about all of this is you still in love with him. When I tell you that is what you call blind love, (laughs) that is exactly what you call blind love. And the reason that you cannot see that this person is just not good for you is because you have your your love blockers on. Uh, you know, it's blocking your vision from seeing the shit. So, ladies and gentlemen, again, this is what you call a love is blind moment. So, me being the person that I am, I took some time. I did some research because, you know, I love a little Google. Google me, baby. Go- you see, I was with Tiana Taylor when she was Googling her, Googling her babies because I was like, oh, Google me, baby. Me in high school, just shaking nothing but my back. To, uh, to uh, t- uh, Tiana Taylor, who I love, shout out to her. Um, I, I'm a detour for just one second. I feel like people are in their zone, and th- people are. When it's your time, it's your time. That's why I never look at other people's uh, what they have. I look at what I can bring to the table. And if I don't have it in that moment, that means that it wasn't my time in that moment. But my time is coming. I never give up on stuff like that because I don't want to get in my head. But anyways, I definitely took time to look up the meaning of uh, love is blind. And what I've, I, I've come to read is that loving someone makes you unable to see their faults. In my experiences, falling blindly in love could definitely land us in some fucked up situations. Prime example, you love somebody so much that now you realize like three months later, he's moved in with you. Nigga ain't got no job. And now you taking care of them. But you, again, you don't care because you in love. You don't see the bullshit. You don't see all that stuff. And then next thing you know, now you helping pay his child support. Why? Because you won't do anything and everything for your man. You don't want your nigga to leave you. So you're doing everything possible to keep him. And then you get to this point in your life where you just lose yourself completely. Why? Because you are now doing things that you normally wouldn't do because you're so in love and you don't want to lose this person and that sets you up for some really fucked up shit some really fucked up moments and let me not talk and speak as if i did not experience some really fucked up love moments (laughs) shit real talk i blind love got my ass too uh like (laughs) I'm not going to talk too much junk and I'm not a messy person. That's just not how I I move. But I will speak about my life and my experiences. And yes, there's two sides to every story, but I'm telling my side of the story and ain't nobody here to defend themselves. And it don't matter because y'all ain't gonna know who it is. Anyways, so there was years ago in a time in life, I'm sitting at work and the person that I'm talking to is sitting in my apartment. Just, we we just, um, we've been kicking it. We've been dating, going on maybe six months now. So I'm comfortable. I'm at work there in my apartment again, in my bed, but I had cameras because at this time I lived by myself. So I, I didn't trust people like that. I'm five, six and yeah. Anyways, so I had my cameras there. I wanted to make sure nobody broke in, but he was there. And something in my spirit said, check your, check your camera, check your camera. And when my gut get the rumbling, I'll say, I'll be honest, 90, 90% of the time I'll be right. So anyways, I checked the camera. This man is sitting in my bed, telling another, like on the phone, stretched out in my bed that I paid for, 
telling another man that he missed him and he loved him. Me, I'm at work. I, I literally walk up to my boss and I say, hey, I gotta go. Uh, and she's like, is everything okay? I was like, they just called me and told me the stove is on. I, I was so furious that my law didn't even make sense. She's like, okay. She's like, well, you're a good worker. You never asked to leave unless it's an emergency. She's like, just be back. Me, hop in my car and I motherfucking hit it. I'm driving down, I'm pissed. Driving back to my apartment, trying to get back to my apartment, tell this nigga to get the fuck out. So I pull up, walk upstairs, and I was like, get the fuck out. And they just look confused. I was like, don't worry about it. Just know that I got everything on camera. And they was like, oh, yeah, you tripping. Whatever. So he, he gets out. I'm driving back to work. And I noticed that they're trying to call me. I'm like, nope, ain't answering. I'm not answering. Fuck this. I'm, on, I'm an independent woman. I don't need no goddamn man. I could do bad by myself. Driving. And then I noticed in my rearview mirror that this nigga is following me. And me, y'all, this was probably the dumbest thing I've ever done in my life. And I'm so thankful for that God. Whew, I got emotional. That God covered me because I'm sitting there hitting it. I push it and I'm doing 90 on the highway. This nigga doing 90 on the highway. We speeding. We doing reckless shit. Whew, I was young, dumb. Anyways, I pull up at my job and he pulls up and then I get out my car and... While I'm walking, my phone falls out my pocket. He grabs my phone and I'm sitting there like, bro, just give me my phone. He's like, no, talk to me right now. We're going to fix this. Ain't shit to fix. I heard the whole thing. Anyways, so I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Keep my phone. You know, I don't need it. And I walk and I go to walk into my building. You know, in my mind, I knew I was bluffing. I wanted my phone back. But anyways, so next thing I know, all I hear is this. And mind you, everybody I dated was tall. This man slams my phone to the ground. Something in my spirit tapped into some type of Civil War boxer, whatever you want to call it. And I just attack. I just start swinging, swinging. Mind you, my five, six ass just out here just swinging. Still connecting, though, because I had to jump a little bit. But I'm connecting. I'm connecting. I'm hitting it. And at the end of the day, I go, I leave. I walk. We both walk away. And I go home. This person is right there at my apartment after I get off work. Because um, everybody's around me. They're like, oh my gosh, are you okay? You never, you're not a violent person. I am. I will beat your ass if I have to. But anyways, I uh, go back. I go home. He's there on my porch. And my dumb ass was like, I forgive you. Because he, he was crying and all this shit. And I love hard. That's my flaw. That's my... It's not my flaw. I, especially now. Because I'm very protective of my love. But definitely took him back. And long story short, we're not together no more. And that's okay. Because I was strong enough to walk away. Whew. When you break them them curses, them generational curses, baby. It's something powerful in that. Uh, but... Excuse me. Excuse me. I mean... Excuse me, I just keep burping. <laughs> but in all, in all honesty, like if you think about it, maybe love, maybe love isn't, uh, how can I put this? Love isn't, love is blind to the, the, how can I word this correctly? Love is, love is blind to the person that is in it, but it, it, but love isn't blind to the viewers. You know, like, think about it. Your family, your friends, uh, they usually see the blind spots that you don't or you can't see. Um, it's usually only, how can I, 
I'm not getting tongue-tied because I really want to say this correctly. Um, it's usually only blind to the one captured under love's spell. Love is usually only blind to the one who is captured under love's spell. One more time. Love is usually blind to the one who is captured under love's spell. Now, let's really dig into that. Love is definitely an addictive drug. Like, there is... It, it's pro in my mind, I think love is one of the most addictive drugs in the world. And... For me, that makes me feel like, okay, uh, how do you escape that? Especially for a person like me, because the way I was raised, that's all I know. That's, that's what, that's, that's the thing that keeps me going because again, that's all I know is love. So if I know this is, if I know that love is addictive, then it puts me in this position where I'm just like, how do you break that addiction when you're when you're stuck into somebody that you really love and you really enjoy? Like, how do you just break that? How do you walk away from years of just loving someone? The thing is, with every addiction, you have to learn to choose yourself first. And in those moments where you choose yourself first, then you experience a different type of enlightenment. I'm like, hey, I I choose me. I pick me. And I'll, I'm, I'm also say this. I don't feel that all love is like all all blind love moments are bad moments. That's just that's just a negative stigma that's put on to that that saying because of other people's views and other people's judgment, you know. So in in this situation, think about it. I'm about to have a geeked out, a nerd moment, but I watched DC. I just got into it not too long ago. DC Universe, I think it's so bomb. So Superman. Ugh, what movie was that? It was Justice League. The the re, when they re-edited and they released the um not re-edited, but they released the original movie. Um, do your research on that. But anyways, Superman can he he came back, they bought Superman back to life. And yes, I'm giving spoilers, I'm sorry, but they bought Superman back to life, and this this man was confused and he was ready to kill the whole earth. And the only thing that stopped him was seeing Lois Lane. Do you see the power of like that is powerful that uh, like i guess I, I i know it doesn't have anything to do with love love being blind but it just shows you the power of love which is also which shows how addictive love can be and like that 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 i guess that's my opposite viewpoint of looking at love is blind uh so that so that the takeaway of the day I'll say again, like, I think the takeaway of the day is all blonde love does not mean bad love, you know, but also pay attention to love in general because you won't want to be blind to the bullshit. We never want to be blind to the bullshit. Now, now that we're getting to the end, I definitely want to ask a question before y'all go. And the question is, if you were out, if you were on the outside looking in into a close relationship uh, of a friend. And you saw that that relationship was toxic. What do you do? Do you express how you feel to your friend? Or do you just shut the fuck up and mind your own business? Take time. Call us at 347-719-3350 and leave a voicemail with your response to this question. And remember that just because the content stopped, stops does not mean that the conversation has to. Follow us on Instagram at CWFP underscore. And while you're at it, follow me, Sam Priest. Un, which is Sampriest underscore underscore. So S A N P R I E S T underscore underscore. That's me. Follow me. Lastly, 
Thousands of words are spoken, so it's important to remind people that words mean things. And I want you to take a deep breath, release, and just enjoy life. But always remember to look for words and their meanings. It's been a beautiful night, and it's been a beautiful day. So wherever you guys are, take time to relax, breathe, and enjoy your day. Have a good one. This is the CWF Network where we bring you big content in small pieces. Follow us on Instagram at CWFP underscore. Okay, bye.